When you're pregnant, you start reading about the cost of having a baby. When you start reading about the cost of having a baby, you learn about the cost of sending that baby to college and immediately start saving all your money in a 529 plan. When you save all your money in a 529 plan, you save no money in your 401k, thinking your son will get a business degree from Harvard and take care of you in retirement. When you think your son will take care of you in retirement, he changes majors and gets a degree in jazz studies. When he gets a degree in jazz studies, he moves back home with you and you have to support him. When you have to support him, you don't get to retire. Don't be forced to work through retirement to support your jazz-loving adult son. Stop investing without a plan and upgrade to Money Talks. This is Money Talks. Welcome back. I'm Nick Antonucci, joined by Casey Smith, Jerry McKenzie, and guys, what a perfect fitting. Yeah, that's a good intro right that, there. Nick. That was intro. Whose idea to the was topic that? At that hand. was awesome. I don't know. Dad, uh, we'll go ahead and uh, move into some financial planning topics um, about college education planning. Julia and Marcus are at high points in their careers. Marcus is going to retire when he reaches age 71 and a half and needs to take his RMDs. Because they have the money, they're looking for ways to help their grandchildren's education. Yeah, so uh, this is a relatively common thing to see. You know, you get people who have worked into their, uh, you know, late 60s, early 70s, deciding to retire, and then they're they're going to have, uh, they've got saved enough money to last for the rest of their lifetime, or, or based on their their planning objectives, it, it appears that that's right. the case. So there's a little bit of excess, and they want to take the excess and help out their grandchildren, put them put them through college in some way. Um, you know, one of the the common vehicles that we see and we recommend a lot of times for this is a 529 plan. Um, you know, most every state has one now. I guess every state does have at least one option available. And that's the um, most common yeah, way it, to do so, right? It is, and and to go through you you have to go through the state sponsored plan. Um, there are some some uh, brokerage options that that are available. Um, most of the time, the state is a little bit less expensive. Is that they have some a lower cost investment options, um, and it just as good of in investment returns as the brokered option. So that's generally what we recommend. The state of Georgia has a really strong plan offered by TIAA CREF, um, and the website is pathtocollege.com. It's a um, it's pretty easy to enroll, get get set up. Um, there are some benefits for in this situation when the grandparents own the plan versus either the parents or the children uh, as the the account owners. Um, the the main benefit is a grandparent owned 529 plan does not count in the calculation for federal financial aid. Um, so when you fill out your FAFSA form, you have a higher chance of qualifying. Exactly. So as the gr- grandparent assets don't count now, there's a catch, and that is that the if the grandparents turn around and then use that money to pay for the education, that does count on the next year's FAFSA as income to the student. Um, so students students income is is fifty uh, percent of their income is included in the FAFSA calculation. So you're essentially you know, re- removing 50% of your potential right. benefit in terms of student aid. Does it make any more sense that, it, let's say, you can't afford to to pay for all four years? Does it make sense to 
weight those more towards the the later years, yeah. like the years three and four. Absolutely. That way you can qualify for financial aid and say years one and two. Exactly. So if if, if you're just going to use the, the 529 plan money, let's say you just have enough to pay for one-fourth of the education, you would want to use all that in the final year so that it doesn't matter because there won't be a financial aid calculation right. for the following year. Uh, so that's sort of a, a good strategy in terms of that. Um, well, yeah. it's a benefit to the grandparents too, right? If it's, especially if he's, he's reached or they have reached uh, age of RMDs and yeah. want to kind of redirect that and you know, minimize that that tax burden that comes along with those sometimes. Absolutely, be a good place to stick it. Yeah, for sure. I mean, they they're going to have to take the the mandatory withdrawal amount, um, you know, out of their four or their IRA or four hundred one k. You know, assuming that he he does quit working, you know, if he's got the money in a four hundred one k and is still working, he is less than a five percent owner. He can defer that RMD. But in most cases, you know, if he's going to quit working, uh, he'll have to take the mandatory withdrawal. If he doesn't have a need for the money, he can use it to fund one of these plans. It's a great estate planning tool as well if, they have a, if they're over the estate exclusion amount because you can super fund these 529 plans, yep. um, you know, basically making the $14,000 uh, annual gift limit contribution mm-hmm. uh, times five. And right. you know, so, so you can really get a lot of money into these plans uh, for estate planning purposes. So it's a it's a nice tool, a lot of options there. You know, there's other things people can do. There's Roths. Um, sometimes people use a Roth IRA to, to fund college, yep. uh, which is that way. You know, the downside to the 529 plan is if you don't use the money for college or for a qualified education expense, which could be, you know, tuition, room and board, books, equipment, things like that. But if, you, if the kid doesn't go to college or, you know, they get a scholarship or something, you could, could run out of uh, – the use for that money, and then you're yep. stuck paying taxes as a 10% penalty. You definitely should not try to sacrifice your own retirement to put your kids through college. There are loans. There are other avenues to pay for a college education. There are no retirement loans that I'm aware of. Right. Um, so it's it's while sending your kid to college and making sure that they start off with a relatively low amount of debt as they begin their working career is a great thing. If you can do it, that's fantastic, but don't let that be a, a, you know, sacrifice yourself at the the mercy of the education system. Well, let them get a little bit of skin in the game too, you know? I mean, I think that helps. While while I would certainly advocate for helping... You value and appreciate that education a little more. Yeah, you know, and you're more hesitant to drop a class and and things like that. And so while I don't think, you know, parents should just leave it completely up to their children, for, you know, I think there's some some, uh, definite benefit to letting them go and get these loans and pursue other avenues. Sure. And I want to come back around to something that, that you were mentioning earlier, Casey, is, you know, different plans have different options. And it's important that when you are starting one of these plans, contributing, selecting your investments, that your investments should be consistent with something conservative or that fits your risk tolerance for paying for a college education. Now, I I doubt very much that most of these plans have anything that's, you know, way out there risky. I don't know. Some may be more flexible than others. I'm not sure of the plan specifics, but... Yeah, I mean, most of the time, the, your investment options are, are somewhat limited. It's sort of like the, the options within a 401k plan at your employer. You know, you're, you're going to have your your growth options, you're going to have your fixed options, you're going to have some kind of blend of those. You're and, not going to uh, have leveraged double long, not. double short, I, I which is seen good. That, but, which uh, is good because, you know, <laughs> this isn't meant to be something where you take an, or, an inordinate amount of risk 
to try and, you know, oh, I'm going to try and make a bunch of money and pay for college. That, that's yeah. not the purpose of this account at all. So as, as is the case with any account that you're opening, any investments you're making, um, make sure you understand what you're buying and, and make right. sure it's fitting. And those options will vary from state to state, right? I mean, you, yeah. you, we are all eligible for whatever state we might want to enroll in. For sure. And, and you know, your investment options within those plans, whichever you decide to choose, uh, can certainly vary. But something we didn't mention earlier is that actually if you reside in the state uh, for which you enroll in that plan, there is a state tax benefit as well. For in the most Georgia, part. there is. It depends in on the state. Not yeah. all states offer that. You're but absolutely for Georgia, okay. it does. Uh, it's two thousand up to. Your contributions are deductible up to two thousand dollars for single filers, four thousand dollars married filing joint. So mm-hmm. there is a state tax benefit. Georgia state tax is six percent generally, so it's not a, a uh, significant. That's not the primary reason to do this. It, the, right. the bigger right. benefit is the tax-free growth, both at the federal and state level, if you use it for education. You know, going back to the Roth option, and this ties into the intro as well, you know, a Roth is a decent way to save for college when you consider that you can take your contributions out tax and penalty-free whenever you mm-hmm. need to. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that way you could you could use essentially use the contributions to pay for the college and let the growth continue to accumulate. Right. <clears throat> Excuse me. And you use that you know, for yeah. uh, your retirement. So. It's, it's a great idea. It's something we talk about with retirees, you know, unrelated to education planning, which is diversifying the tax status of your accounts, for right? Sure, yeah. Same thing you'd want to do here. If, if you're pulling from one bucket, so to speak, your hands are very much tied and, you know, the tax impact of your decisions and, and you know, where you're able to pull money from. And so when you've got, you know, two or three different places from which to access funds for a certain uh, reason, then it's always going to be beneficial to have a little bit of flexibility and options. Right. So... Well, I mean, every time we touch on these financial planning topics, I think it kind of emphasizes to me and hopefully to the listeners how important it is to to have a financial plan, have a financial advisor, have someone who can help you along the way because you can get lost in the details, and and it's a Mm -hmm. lot to know. So unless this is something you're doing as a career, you're more than likely going to miss something unless you got a lot of free time on your hands. Absolutely. We didn't even pay Nick to say that. It's true, but you can. <laughs> well, you know what? Uh, just a quick point on that. I actually have gotten quite a few questions, especially lately, about whether or not uh, a client can, uh, you know, one of our clients calling to have us help them out with a 529 plan. And, you know, unfortunately, these are state-sponsored plans, and so we don't typically actively manage them per se, but we would give guidance. We can give guidance, uh, you know, depending on what your investment options are and kind of the time horizon for your, your children's need for this money, that sort of thing. But uh, they are state-sponsored plans, and uh, they would not be actively managed like, say, uh, an IRA would. Well, sure. most of our, our listeners, I think, probably are aware of our 10-year rule investment philosophy that applies to college saving, sort of. Um, we tend to find that people are okay with being a little bit more aggressive when they're saving for college mm-hmm. because, you know, worst case scenario, they could either you borrow know, borrow for for to cover the cost or pay out of cash flow and then let the the uh, funds recover before they have to actually use the money sure. to pay for it. So there's there's some things that can be a little bit more flexible than our normal 10-year rule investment philosophy, but it is good to, to keep your time horizon in mind. Be a little bit more conservative as you get closer to having to, to use those funds. Absolutely, guys. That's a great topic, especially as the college year begins. I probably, you know, this week, next week, somewhere around there. Yeah. yeah. It's almost started. college football season again, too. That's, that's right. That Thank the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, I think this is another good uh, stopping point for us. Go take a break, and we'll be right back. You're listening to Money Talks.
All material presented is compiled from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decisions and is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified professional, such as a tax consultant, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.